Hello everyone and welcome to this amazing episode of Cupcake Media brought to you by Master Shake in the house. I'm flying solo again, much like many things in life. Uh, we still don't know where Techie is, but we hope he's alright and doing well in this crazy world that we do live in. And before we dive into today's very fun-filled episode and maybe poignant episode, please remember to click subscribe. Please tell all your friends and girlfriends and mistresses and concubines about us. And um, please give us a thumbs up. And as always, if you can't see us on YouTube, you can listen to us on your daily driving routines on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and a host of other hosting websites for your podcast likiness. So today we want to dive into uh, something while we're on our temporary location and set. We do hope you enjoy the view and the beautiful sounds provided to you in the background by water. Um, we want to talk about the state of human beings and relationship or friendships because over maybe the last two years, this topic has come up quite a lot when we run into people amongst family, friends. I mean, geez, like, what friends are there right now in this world, right? Um, as, someone, as someone very close to my heart once said, in your world, friendship does not exist. You only have enemies. And that's said quite well. And, you know, while there might be many, many, many different facets to why the relationships between human beings has dumbed down and is not as poignant as it once was, we're going to kind of go over, maybe just deep dive into what the hell's been going on. Just some common themes that have occurred for those of us living in America and North America to friends we have out in Iran and the Middle East and Asia and, and in various parts of Europe, especially like in Sweden and and primarily in, in Italia. And I think the first thing we want to go into is how we have to acknowledge how Instagram, Facebook, aka your social media, and TikTok now, along with the advent of your iPhone and other smartphones, in this last decade have fundamentally changed the way we act as human beings. And we all see the funny memes of you know, you wouldn't dare say this shit in person, otherwise you would get punched in the face. And I think people keep saying that because we, because the problem is, we see how rude people are behind their phones and their computers and their tablets. And they're now kind of, you know, in this post-COVID world, they're now kind of displaying the same type of stupidity and aggression in real life. Now, now, now in many places, they can't be punished because we have cupcake laws that don't allow you to punch rude people in the face in the beginning maybe these were good ideas but I think because bad behavior keeps getting rewarded they know that there's no punishment right and for some people they, they actually have been getting punched in the face and, and it's a rude awakening but we have to come to accept that our phones the social media world they have really changes and to give you a, a, a very quick easy example of, of how we have changed physically and internally have changed if you take a photo no sorry if you take an MRI scan of a let's say cocaine addict or a drug addict and you get an MRI scan of someone who's not a drug addict at all and doesn't even do any drugs but they play on their smartphone a lot their iPhones or Samsungs or Googles etc those brains look identical so we know from an addiction standpoint 
we are no different than the homeless people that, you know, so, some people in L.A. make fun of for being like crackheads, right? And, and methods. We are no different than that in terms of our brain anatomy and makeup right now. So we know we're addicted to these things. But when it comes to human beings, what's interesting is the quality of relationships, I would really say in these last 10 years, 11 years, has really deteriorated. We've gone from wanting to have meaningful, deep relationships to just very superficial fake shit, much like what we post on our Instagrams and our TikToks, where we want life to look fantabulous. And while we should always strive to make our life fantastic, you're going to have some tough days with some mudslides, you know? And it's a matter of how we deal with those difficulties that we can prosper. You see, not in the not-so-long past pre-2010 there was a moment and, and especially you know like let's say your parents generation and your grandparents generation fr friendships were quite unique especially if you came from outside of america um like let's say you take like uh, you take a place like iran or italia or italia right excuse me there you had your family and then you had like a couple friends and they're like one degree below your family and that's how amazing your friendship was. Like these, these people that you called your friends back then were just one level below your family in terms of love, care. Like they would die for you. I doubt anyone who has a million friends on Instagram, I doubt any one of those people would show up at your doorstep when you've gone through some bad shit and you've been having a very rough day. It could be a rough week, dude. It could be a rough half a year or a year. They won't want to do that. We are shunning away from tackling our obstacles head on, like two rams hitting each other in the head on top of a little peak of a mountain to see who has dominance. We're running away from that. And because of that, I think what's happening is you're getting these big, like, wolf... No, not wolf. You're getting this big sheep pack of people who just want to go out and be like, Woo, good times. Look at me take a foot of my food. You know, and they're shown they're happy, happy, go, go. And then you're getting pockets of individual, like, ronin, right? These are samurai without the tribe, without the master, right? You're getting individual pockets of lone wolves. And we're all just kind of scouring the planet right now. We're trying to find each other. Where we want that meaningfulness. Where we want to be able to have deep conversations. Where we just want to talk about anything as well and not feel shunned. You know, where... Where we can talk about, I don't know, let's say global warming, right? And, and why it's, and climate change, and why right now it was 88 degrees today in Los Angeles on, on, on this, you know, day in November. And, you know, on, on like November 7 right now, okay? And at the same time, be able to talk about something fun, like, hey, who loves to go skinny dipping because who wants tan lines, right? I mean, it, it's rather like we, we have this collective group thing going on, and it's kind of dangerous because... If you're not, you know, it's like being in freaking high school, freshman year, all over again, but now you don't get to run away from it. And us lone wolves, I think we, you know, the, the people underestimate a lone wolf. A lone wolf is a very deadly animal because it has nothing to lose. A lone wolf, a lone wolf is more scary than the pack because... The lone wolf has a mission. And when lone wolves find each other and they make a pack, 
they become like the infamous Black Wolf of Yellowstone, who lived longer than any other wolf in the history of wolf history. So, what's interesting is on the one side, the social media and the smartphones have really, have really deteriorated the quality of friendships. We're supposed to live in this super facade of the pseudo happiness and how life every nanosecond is going to be fantastic. And if you don't fit into that realm, people may not like you. The other issue is just the way we act with one another. The civility of being a human being, the common decency has completely been eradicated. I mean, I was telling my wife, who, who has her, you know, who has her own therapy program. She's a mental health professional. She's, you know, her Instagram is at Hello Cat Therapy, like kitty cat, okay? If you guys have questions, you can always hit her up. Um, but we talk about this, and a couple of other friends, we talk about how the, the people were just very belligerent. And we know through the Facebook files, I mean, for those of us who, who were truly awoken, not woke, because that's for cupcakes, okay, but awoken, we were enlightened. I remember getting my MBA, you know, in the last decade, in, in 2012, it was my second to last year. And I was talking with one of my psych professors in my MBA program about how Instagram is really warping people's perceptions and the way that they act. And, and it's fundamentally just changes the perception of what real life is about. And not to go into too many boring details, but I talk about how it's changed their perception. And we know now that through the Facebook files that the Wall Street Journal has done, in, the Wall Street Journal has done an amazing job of this. That these algorithms that people are talking about have really brought out the worst in humanity. We have really pinned one another. Like, we've been pinned against each other. Like, I can say, wow, look, the sun is still out. And someone's going to be like, no, fuck you, man. It's dark. There's no sun. That's just bioluminescent light on the hill back there. I mean, we're constantly in this stage of, it's not even fight or flight. It is just fight. You know, like, we don't want to accept the obvious. We don't want to ignore the stupidity. And we want to, to normalize the insanity. It, it's, it just makes no sense. But these things have really deteriorated the way we all act with one another. I was talking with my cousin today who doesn't live in America. And he was saying, you know, in the last couple of years where he's at, he's like, He's like, he's seen the quality of human beings deteriorate as well. And he comes from a land that is about 10,000 years old, right? So rich in culture and history and philosophy can contribute so much to the world and how we can approach things, especially on difficult days and on days of how to be like humble and, and, and have some civility when you make it to the top. But he was saying, you know, people like, he's like, dude, he's like, it's one thing if you want to be the bloody Kardashian, right? And, and like, you know, they are partly to blame for all... <clears throat> for all this mess. One sec, we have to have a little water break. For those who don't Spotify, we apologize. Probably a fly one in our mouth. Um, but, you know, it's like, it's, you know, we talk about how, how the Kardashians are really a mess because they are, like, the world's worst Oxycon that got released into the society because they have made everyone want to be fucking lazy and just showcase their ass the whole time. So Henry's, we're talking about this, and he's saying, yeah, he's like, dude, so you go out, people, and they're talking about, like, what fucking shorts or pants they bought or what shoes they bought. And 
you know, or they're like, they're, they're just putting up on Instagram, like, oh, look at these shorts that I bought. And we're just making fun of it because, like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I, I, I get so tired of that. It's like I would want, I'd go out to eat with my wife and, and, and her friends. And one of them would always want to take photos of, or, you know, a couple of them would always want to take photos of food. And I'm going, dude, like, I have friends that live in Africa. Like, like for people there, and there are and there are many people, even in America, who are fucking dying of starvation, okay? They would think we are insane, that we are treating our food like it's a piece of, of Leonardo da Vinci's masterpiece or Michelangelo. That we're just taking photos there. Like, no, you're supposed to eat it, enjoy it, let your stomach do all the picturing. You have some ice cream or gelato afterwards, and boom, you're done. And some Iranian tea, and it's a great night, right? But, but it's like, I'm trying to eat. Like, I've just worked 10, 12 hours. I'm happy to go out and see, like, you know, civilization. And now I can't eat my food at the right time when the poor chef has worked so hard so I can enjoy the warmth and the moisture and all those beautiful things that that master of, of, of food, right, the chef, has put into it, her, his effort, because you want to take some fucking photos. I mean, are, are we really that vain? Are we really that narcissistic that we, that we got to do that with food? So anyways, my whole, you know, our whole point was just, like, everyone's putting photos up of everything. I mean, what, like, whatever happens, like, I don't know, like, you're going on a hike and you come across this amazing, I don't know, waterfall with, like, a lake and, like, some majestic, like, flying unicorn. Anyone to get, take a picture of that? I totally get that. Photos used to have some meaning and substance, but now they have nothing. Like, I don't give a shit if your dog knows how to take a shit and you're taking a photo of it and going, oh, wow, like, look at beautiful Lucy. It took its first dump today. That's what it does. It's an animal. It dumps. Unless if it's like a robotic dog from like Boston Dynamics or like something from Japan, it may not take a dump. But we've lost, you know, we take so many photos I don't want to see all these dumb photos. I want to see something of substance. I want to see something of value. Like, that's what happened with photos. I mean, you know, what's interesting is, like, when was the last time you went over and someone's like, hey, man, look at these cool photos from my trip? You don't see any of that anymore. You just don't. Even on, like, IG, no one has photos of those things anymore. Like, they don't, they don't have photos of beautiful memories. It's just random shit that they took photos of or with, you know? So on the one side, you know, that, that's, that's one issue. And, and I think because of that, our quality of friendships goes down. And what happens is, like, if you don't praise that type of behavior, people may not like you. And I think that's something wrong. I think we should cherish our relationships. I think, I think what we really have to do is reevaluate. Not even think. No, fuck that. No, we must reevaluate. How we view our relationships with Instagram and TikTok, for the Gen Xers, probably Facebook, you know, and Google, and Twitch, and our iPhones, and our Samsung phones, and our smartphones. We have to reevaluate how these things have really just fucked up the very essence of being a human being. Being a human being was so cool not too long ago. You had friends you could rely on. You had people that you can go out with. You had people that would call you. And we've become so tribalized as a result that if you're that lone wolf, our problem is finding each other in this big-ass planet. Now, I think some places of the world are better off. Like, when I speak with my friends in Italia, because of their rich culture, this is not so much of 
an issue. While it is becoming an issue, the dynamics there are still much better than like what I experienced here in California. Now, I can't speak for all of America. But as Italians always say, tutto il mondo è un paese, which means like the whole world is one city. It basically means that, that you know, plus or minus, we all relatively sometimes share the same problems that we do in our various respective countries and cultures. You know, Iran is a very old country. It's about 10,000 years old of, of just beautiful, long history. And even there, like, you know, when I speak with friends and, 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 and relatives, it's becoming a, a much bigger issue there. You know, it wasn't so much of an issue before. Japan's interesting because you have a very strong samurai culture that's embedded into that culture. But you're starting to see some of the online aggression take place, which was not so common because people in real life would never act like that because if they did, they would get smacked. So it's going to be interesting how they react. I mean, the last time we were there was about two years ago before COVID. And just seeing everyone, I, I think in a place like Japan, because you constantly see so many people every single day, like the moment you wake up, you got going to train, you're walking, you don't want to go out to dinner. Like you're seeing like hundreds of thousands of millions of people like every single day um, in most of the big cities, right? Because like 80% of Japan, like they, they live in three main areas of Japan. It's Tokyo, Osaka, and I forgot the third one, so I apologize. But, but anyways, it's, I think because of that, there is this like balance of, okay, I'm going to play on my smartphone. I might be an asshole, but when I go out, I'm going to act like a normal human being. Or maybe they will still be an asshole. I don't know. But overall, people that are very still polite, very civil. It's, I think it's really just the richness of the culture that keeps them like that, keeps them balanced. You know, the other issue you know, we have is just people are just always on edge with, with lately. Always want to argue. We can't be happy for another. That's, that's been a big thing. No one can be happy for another person's success. You know, if someone goes and buys a new car, you know, instead of going, oh, dude, freaking congratulations for getting, like, I don't know, like, like your BMW 340i, let's just say, right? Like, dude, awesome, man. Not a cheap car. Fucking awesome, dude. You're riding a bicycle, like, last year. Now you're rolling in a great car. Dude, I'm happy for you. Instead of acting like that, we go, oh, why didn't you buy, like, the M Performance Package? Why didn't you go and get an M3 or blah, blah, blah? Like, why didn't you? It's like, fuck you, dude. Like, why can't we just be happy? Or they kind of go, oh, well, look at you. You're making money now. Wow, look at you. You're making money. You're, you're rising up. Like, I got nothing, but look at you. You're making money. You know? Like, where does that jealousy? Why, why be so jealous? You know? Why do we have to be so jealous when our friends prosper and do better? No, you should be happy. Because guess what? If they are kicking ass and you praise them and you appreciate them, dude, this beautiful thing you call the universe... God, the energy, all that, dude, they will reward you for good behavior. They will reward you for loving the fact that your friend is doing well in life. God does not run away from that, okay? It's not, and, and what the cupcakes understand, it's not like you go, you got to go be happy for your friend. You got to put in your effort. You got to put in your dues. It will happen. But if you are happy for your friend doing well in life, God and the universe, just from a philosoph philosophical standpoint, right? That good energy that you put out will be returned to you and it'll be put back into you and you will do well. I've, for people that I've met who've done fundamentally well in life, they enjoyed seeing other people do very well in life. It's only the cupcakes 
who don't like seeing other people do well. They get jealous. They get bitter. I mean, why? What's the whole point? You know? Why? We are... If you're getting jealous and bitter and envious of your peers doing better than you in life, then you are not a mature adult. You are still a child all around. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe none of us grew out of childhood. We have too many overgrown adult kids in this in the United States. I can't speak for the rest of the world, but in America, we have a lot of overgrown adult children who want to talk about, they want to save the world and do all this bullshit. But let me tell you something. You think getting rid of gas cars is going to save the planet? It ain't going to do shit. For as long as all of you want to keep putting photos of your asses up on Instagram and OnlyFans and TikTok, and you want to keep taking photos of your stupid dog taking a shit, or the fact that you just bought some Nike shorts and you want the whole world to know about it, like, you ain't making money off of that. No offense. You're not. You're not doing anything. But you know what you're doing? You are ruining the planet because we got to make more data centers for all these stupid little photos that we got to keep storing and making more and more data centers, which generate a lot of heat and they consume a lot, a lot of electricity. Say all you want for Bitcoin mining. But there's way more people on social media than there are people mining for Bitcoin. So you can talk about you want to save the planet, but you're all talk. You ain't shit. You guys do not care about what is really happening on this planet. From climate change to global warming to the way that human beings have just de-evolved into a bunch of little freaking demons where we can't be nice and civil and respectful towards one another and our friendships are nothing but piles of shit filled with a lot of fakeness and we enjoy being in that fakeness. And one thing I want to say to the people who are not cupcakes out there, maybe the cupcakes might learn something from this. One thing I do want to say is if you cannot enjoy life by being alone and having nothing, then it doesn't matter what this, doesn't matter what God and the universe give you. If you can't enjoy life being alone and happy, you can have the world's most expensive, let's say, uh, let, let's say a, a Pagani, okay? It's a car. It's like a two, three million dollar car. You can have a Bugatti, okay? Let's just say one of those. And you'll still be bitching about why you didn't get the other model. And that's the problem. Because you see, we have become so accustomed that we need to look good and be happy and that life is magnificent all the time. And that we have to be around other sheepy people and be in a group of 20. Because if we're not, we're not cool, right? For the social media world. Fuck the social media world. That we can enjoy happiness at its finest level. If you can't enjoy being happy alone, then it doesn't matter how many clone friends you have. You can't be happy around even one friend. You're just going to be a fake happy you're going to be a fake happy, much like how you're a, 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 a fake activist in a sense where you want to save the world, but yet you're doing nothing about it. You're contributing to the problem. You, you're contributing to the problem because you keep taking all these photos and videos of non-essential important things that have zero substance and value in your own life, let alone the lives of others. Much like your friendships, they have no essential value. They have no baseline of a value. They have, they have no real depth and meaning. And I want all of you to think about that. Because it's one thing to say, you know, no bad energy. But really? Is it that 
you don't want any bad energy or is it that you keep exerting a lot of bad energy onto people around you and that you can't be happy for other people's success, that you cannot be happy when other people prosper and do well, whether it's academically, whether it's financially, whether it's in their work, whether it's in their craft, right? They might be making tables and they become the best table maker in their town, okay? It's, it's just you can't, you know, is it that you don't want that bad energy, bad energy or you just don't like seeing other people do better and therefore you don't know how to control your baby emotions where you are suddenly displaying a lot and exerting a lot of bad energy. Because talk is cheap, cupcakes. Talk is very cheap. And when we look at the way human beings are, it is just a shame to see how we have just degenerated so badly and gone so far ass backwards that even if we lived in fucking 8,000 BCE, okay, we, these people in our society right now wouldn't survive seven minutes before the rest of the other humans killed all of us because they go, wow, these people, these people are a virus and they are vile. They have no values. They have no substance. They have no meaning in their relationships. They don't care. They don't care about other people's well-being. They want, they want everything to be the best for themselves, but they actually don't want anyone else to do better. They want everyone to treat them like they are a king or queen, a king or a queen, but yet they do not want to treat other people with any respect. And that, that's a big problem. And I hope that if you listen to this, that amongst your own peers, when you see this debauchery and this level of bullshit, that one of you will have the courage and the dignity to speak up against it. To be like, hey guys, do you really need to take more photos of food? Let's, let's just enjoy it. Because you know what? Not only are there like hundreds of millions of people who experience starvation on a daily basis, but in the United States alone, starvation is a big issue. Let's enjoy the food. Because you know what? Some animal died or a carrot got pulled out of the ground. And we should really appreciate the fact that we can eat this food and feel nourished tonight. We should give our thanks to the universe and to God that this is happening. And I know God is such a scary word in America, but the truth is, I think when we lose our souls, and this is just a philosophical speak, right? The reality is that when you deviate from the universe, when you deviate away from God, when you deviate away from let's say for people who aren't, you know, Judeo-Islamic Christian background, let's say you're Buddhist, right? When you deviate away from the core of your spiritual essence and you have no substance, this is what happens. We are seeking gratification in all the wrong areas. Having nice things is amazing. I applaud anyone who has amazing things. But it doesn't mean that you do not know how to be humble. It doesn't mean that you, don't, you do not forget how to be a nice human being. It doesn't mean that when we go out, if someone says, you know, wow, like, look at the moon. You go, fuck you, man, that's the sun, when it really is the moon. It does not mean that we have to always be on edge. It does not mean that we stop caring about our friends and we don't call them for, like, a year or two years, especially when they've opened up to you and they've told you how they have felt and they, or you know that they have experienced a tragic loss. It does not mean that we ignore them. And then you expect in return for your friend that you have just ignored or friends that you've just ignored for them to be there when your stupid boyfriend on Tinder 
breaks up with you. And when we lose some of that humbleness, when we lose some of that ability to be grounded deep into the earth, where we feel connected with all the energy of this planet, and every organism, and every plant, and every insect, and animal, and the air, and the leaves, and the humans, who are also animals, and we feel the energy of the universe, right? And, and we feel that energy of, of up above, of the one, right? Whatever that the one is, of God, and whatever God is for you, right? When we feel that, and, we, and, and when we run away from that, we are trying to find our, val our validation in the wrong places. And maybe this is why, from a philosophical standpoint, we are just so confused. And we want to take a photo of this. And we want to take a photo of this, you know, of my, sh of my hoodie. You know, we want to take a photo of like the shorts we just bought. Instead of just having some meaningful conversations. And if you're 13 years old, maybe this will resonate with you. I hope it does. Maybe you guys and gals will be like, dude, like, let's just go and have fun. Let's be teenagers. Let's go and like boogie board at the ocean this weekend. You know, let's just do it without without having to show off who bought the newest boogie board. Let's just go have some fun. Let's be there for one another. So, you know, on that note, I think it's important to acknowledge that our smartphones and iPhones and our Instagrams and TikToks and all these silly things have really brought out the worst in humanity. Because if you don't believe me, the whistleblowers from Facebook have shown it to us. The Wall Street Journal articles have shown to us that Facebook has purposely put us against one another. It has brought out the worst emotions in us as human beings. It has made us vile creatures who are constantly in a state of fight and warfare to the point where many people don't want to go out anymore because they're tired of seeing people argue over the dumbest, stupid little things like if Nicki Minaj or Cardi B is a better rapper. And I'm sorry to say cupcakes, but they both fucking suck compared to the ladies of the 90s. But, you know, it's important to note that, that, that as we end this episode, that when you go out, if you see people bullshitting, kindly maybe tell them, like, pull them to the side. Like, hey, man, you don't need to bullshit. You know? When you're trying to eat food, no need to take a photo of it. Really. It's, it's such an ugly display of narcissism and, and just overabundance that it should really make us sick to our stomachs you know and I hope that we can learn to just be nice with them and respect each other's values and perspectives and to be totally okay to feel you're wrong when the other person is right and to admit it be like hey I'm fucking wrong you are correct and we can be okay with that and that we can really enjoy the fact that when we see our friends prosper that we will ride that fucking wave with them, not against them. That we will applaud them for doing well in life. For what is the purpose of life if we cannot be happy for others? Because if we are not happy for others, we can never be happy with our own selves when we try to do better and when we try to succeed in life. We will always find a void of emptiness that we are trying to seek gratification from. 
And that stems from the very core of our essence, from our very own roots, trying to find somewhere to implant itself deep into this earth so that we can grow and prosper. But instead, we're trying to seek that validation from people that we call friends, who are truly nothing but pseudo friends. So I hope that as we continue going on, that we can learn from this episode, that we can learn that these things have not have not made us better human beings, they have made us much worse human beings. And maybe it's time to put down the fucking phone. Maybe it's time we all acknowledge we need some therapeutic help. We are all addicts of some sort. Let's go back to being like our ancestors. And when we spend time with one another, we put away our phones. We're not trying to constantly text. We're not trying to constantly fight. We're not constantly trying to show off. We're not, kind to, we're not trying to constantly belittle one another when someone is doing better in life. And so we can encourage and support and respect. So on that beautiful note, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful day, everyone. We'll see you soon.